I've been looking forward to this each week. We put the call out for our listeners to tell us about their children or the children in their care or maybe even their grandchildren who've gone on to make them proud. And we've had heaps and heaps of emails and some lovely stories and we'll share one of them with you each week. Today we meet Jenny Stewart who's going to tell us about her amazing daughter. Hi there, Jenny. Hi, Jessie. Nice to talk to you. How are you today? Thank you. I'm very well, thank you. Great. Now, what prompted you to get in touch with us about Millie? Well, I was listening to your show when you put that call out. I was actually working for my daughter at the time, and you said you're interested in people with um, interesting children who they're proud of, and I immediately thought, right, I'll write about Millie. Um, right now, let me jump actually... in. Let me jump in here, Jenny, oh. because yep, I yep. just want to make sure we've got the perfect phone line for this conversation. Um, you're not walking, are you? You sound a little bit sort of, um, you know, like there's a bit of going on in the background, or are you in the wind, uh, or no, I'm just sitting outside, but maybe I should move inside. Maybe, eh? The sort of the quieter the better no. for these chats. Otherwise, we get a bit of wind noise in between the, um, yep. in between the Q and A. That's all good. Um, you take your time. Is that better? Um, let's have a chat and see. Yes, yeah, so begin again. Tell us about Millie. She's, uh, she's I think, in her late 20s. Yes, yeah, she's 27. She's packed an awful lot into her 27 years. And um, she's a, an advocate for rural living and working hard in a farming uh, situation. And um, she is really proud to be um, working in that rural way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she also uh, runs her own business and she's had an extensive explore overseas. She's done all sorts of things. Um, and, and tell me a bit about her upbringing. Obviously, you've played a big part in her success, Jenny. Um, tell me about <laughs> where she grew up and, and what that life was like. Yeah, so we live in Gibston near Queenstown. Um, we farm, we um, farm, we lease three high country blocks and she's grown up running around in the hills on the farm with her father after school, before school when she can, um, in the weekends working for him in the holidays and he also is a fencing contractor and she's also worked on a number of high country stations all around this district. So, so she, she knows the heat, area so. really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at some point she decided to leave the, the station, leave the farm and see the world. And, and what did that involve for her? Yes, yeah, so she headed off to Canada um, while she was at school, at through High School. They have a program with NZ Ski that's called the Rookie Program and it trains students while they're at school to become ski instructors and then they work in the school holidays. Jenny, I'm just going to jump in one more time. It is a little bit hard to listen to at the moment, so maybe can I just suggest that your mouth might be a little bit too close to the mouthpiece there, so we're getting a lot of um, sort of, I think the wind sound might be coming from your mouth, (laughs) which I do sometimes when I don't think about it, I make a bit of a sort of a pop noise. Um, So yeah, if you give give it a bit of a space and... um, yeah, she took herself off to Canada. Yes, she did, yep. She went over to work as a ski instructor in a big resort in Canada and she had a wonderful season working there, but she decided it was too hard to make money in a big, expensive resort. 
So uh, because of her high country farm experience, she got herself a job as a rural firefighter in Canada and spent a season fighting um, wildfires, which was Gosh. an amazing experience. Um, I'm taking from that that the, she's fairly fearless then, or, or courageous at least. Yeah, she's pretty courageous. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, so she did that for a season, and then she managed to get herself a job as a working cowboy. Well, they call them cowboys, even yeah. though she's a woman. Um, on a on the second biggest cattle ranch in Canada, which is Gosh. over a million acres. Wow. And she worked for two and a half years, um, basically spending the entire time riding with cattle. And they lived on cattle camps way out in the middle of wow. nowhere. You know, I'm sure and this isn't realistic, Jenny, but I've just been watching a TV show called Yellowstone, which is all about the cowboy's <laughs> life. So I feel like I've got some insight into what that life might be like, even though I imagine it's a bit less of a soap opera for your daughter. Uh, well... <laughs> She's never told me all the stories. Um, and when I watched Yellowstone, I thought, oh, my goodness, is this what my daughter's doing? But, um, oh, you've seen it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, she assured me um, she she learned a lot and she was safe and had yes. an amazing explore. But um, while she was working on these, um, in these paddle camps, they had a system that they called cowboy trading, so if someone needed a halt or someone needed a piece of equipment for riding, they would um, make things and trade it amongst each other. And she learned to braid halters and reins and McCarthy let down ropes and, and all sorts of things. And that was where she learned um, the, what is now her business, um, making bespoke tack for Western horse riding. So um, she set that business up when she came back to New Zealand and she now works part-time farming and fencing with her father and part-time in her own business. Gosh. Um, yeah, she's, um, she's got a real um, sort of interest in doing things and setting up new ideas and trading and all sorts of things. It's kind of a, a dream scenario for you, really, to have your daughter go out there into the world, experience so much and experience things that you could never get here in New Zealand, pick up some skills and then come home and, and share I some know. of those skills here in New Zealand. Yeah, and and now I work for her. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I do a lot of the braiding for her and um, she gets to do the parts that she likes of the business, which is the marketing and the selling and um, coming up with new ideas. And um, she makes these amazing, she weaves these amazing mohair cinches um, for Western riding. And um, she does all that part because she loves the, the design and the choice of colours and all that side of things. So... She gets to do the, the parts that she loves, and um, I do a lot of the rest of the work yeah. for her. And, and I imagine she's got, I was going to say, customers overseas, but, but maybe most of her customers would come from overseas. 
Well, she's got a, a real mixture. She sends a lot of stuff to a lot of countries overseas, but she's also got a really good um, New Zealand following, and that's sort of developed from her um, interest in and love of competing in rodeo. So she's very involved in New Zealand rodeo, and um, she sponsors, her business sponsors a lot of events, which is a fantastic sort of marketing opportunity for her, but it's also really great for her to foster more young people and families yeah. into um, the sport of rodeo. Yeah. And for people who can't picture it, what is TAC? Oh, so TAC is, um, well, she makes halters, she makes lead ropes, she makes reins, she makes, um, uh, I'm not a very horsey person. Yeah, but, but the um, stuff that yeah, goes, the, the stuff that keeps yeah. you attached to the horse. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you want some of that stuff with a bit of style, instead of buying it off the shelf, you go to someone like her who, who creates it. Yeah, so, more boutique so version. her main thing is that, uh, yes, it has style, but also what's really important to her, because she has worked so long as a cowboy, is that it's really functional as well and will stand up to seriously hard work. So she makes things that are really beautiful, um, but gutsy and strong as well. She calls it, um, she describes it as having grit and grace. Yeah, I like that. And now we haven't even talked about the Wakatipu Collie Club. Oh, yes, she's um, secretary of the Wakatipu Collie Club where they do all the dog trials and things. Um, again, she's a real believer in young people coming through and she tries to organise events where a lot of young shepherds can learn the skills of dog trialling from older members. Um, so, yeah, she's very involved in the rural community and and loves, um, you know, young people to learn and get excited about rural life. Yeah, sounds like she's found a couple of sort of lost arts or, or maybe in danger of getting lost arts and she's trying to keep them alive and, and even propagate them. Absolutely. Well, yep. I can see why and you're bring proud. Them, bring them into the modern world. Yeah. Real proud, Mum, eh, yeah. Jenny? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Thanks for telling us all about Millie. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Jesse. Nice to talk to you. Jenny Stewart, uh, we invite parents to come on and, uh, and boast in a nice way about their children. If you want to have a look at um, Millie's business, by the way, Balm Custom Tech, B-A-R-M. Uh, not that we're doing this to advertise her business, but I just thought uh, hearing what she gets up to, you might be interested in seeing some of her creations.